Hello and welcome to the Better Days Coaching Podcast. The aim of this podcast is to give you guidance, advice, tools and techniques in the hope that with better understanding and more knowledge, you're able to reach your physique goals whilst maintaining a good relationship with food and your body. I'm Daisy and if at any point you'd like to know more about working with me, then all the information you need will be in the links in the podcast bio or you can always send me a message. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the Better Days Coaching Podcast. And today I'm talking about calorie counting. So this has just kind of come off the back of last week's episode when we're talking about calorie deficit. And actually it's something that comes up with my clients a lot. And I've been in two camps with calorie counting. I've been on the one side where I've been like, totally obsessed like tracking everything meticulously and like basically being ruled by tracking calories and then I went all the way to the other side that was like no tracking calories is really bad it's like bad for your mindset and now I've landed in this kind of happy medium place where I can see the pros and the cons and the biggest switch is education knowing all about tracking and knowing about how it isn't an exact science, uh, knowing about what your maintenance calories are and knowing about how much you should be eating Um, and then just your mindset towards tracking your intake. So like I said, I've fallen into this trap myself where I've been ruled by my calories Um, And, you know, it's a tough place to be in and I don't want to see anybody else be in that place, which is why kind of I I come into doing this because I feel like I feel like tracking your intake should be supervised. Um, I'll explain a little bit what I mean about that later. But the reason that I've kind of come back to not seeing calorie counting as the devil, um, because it's actually a great way to educate yourself about nutrition, um, have an awareness about nutrition, know about portion sizes, knowing like what's actually in your food, knowing about energy density. And it's a great guide. Um, And you don't have to track forever because you're learning all of this stuff. I like to use this analogy that was kind of brought to my attention by one of my mentors, Emma Story Gordon. And it is that likening tracking your intake to a sat nav. So the first time that you are traveling somewhere, you need to use Google Maps, you need your sat nav to get you there. And then the second time you might need it and so on and so on. And eventually you're not gonna need it anymore because you know how to get there. And that's the same with tracking your intake. Eventually you're knowing what's in kind of in your food, you know what's a protein, you know what's a carb, you know what's a fat, you know what a good portion size looks like you are educated and you don't need to track your intake anymore. And you're able to eat at maintenance and know how to eat mindfully and know what your body needs. And actually that's a really great tool to have to maintain your weight or your weight loss or build more muscle without having to track every single morsel or little tomato or cucumber that goes into your mouth. So I just want to make people aware that using tracking like MyFitnessPal, maybe even Chronometer, 
Um, but I'm mostly talking about my fitness pal in this. This is just kind of like bringing an awareness to you. So when you start using my fitness pal, it will tell you how much you want to, like you will say, you put in all your information and you say how much you want to lose. And of course, everybody wants to lose weight fast. So they always click like lose a pound and a half a week or something like that. And more often than not, more likely, my fitness pal is going to tell you to eat something around 1200 calories a day. Now, 1200 calories a day is what a sedentary four to eight year old needs to survive. So completely sedentary, four to eight year old. No grown woman or man for that matter needs to be eating this few calories to reach your goal. Yes, you might lose weight initially, but eating that few calories is completely unsustainable. So most of all, you probably won't be able to stick to it and it's gonna lead you into this binge restrict cycle. And if you can stick to it, then again, likely it's going to hinder your relationship with food because 1200 calories a day is nothing. And when you realize that you can eat more than this and still lose weight and still feel satisfied and not go to bed feeling hungry every night, not waking up feeling starving, not thinking about food all the time, it is a very freeing feeling. So I just want to say, rather than listening to my fitness pal, figure out your own calories. Um, the last episode I did, episode 16, I think, or was on about calorie deficit. Um, stick to that as accurately as you can for 30 days and then monitor, monitor the data and adapt from there. Most of my clients are losing weight on 1,600 to 1,800 calories a day. And of course, this varies. But before you convince yourself that you have a broken metabolism, so you wouldn't be able to do this, um, go back and listen to episode 13, I think. Or if you think, no, that hasn't worked for me, I've been eating 1400 calories a day and I've still not been losing weight. I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but it's absolutely not possible that you have been only eating 1400 calories and not losing weight. And it may be that you haven't been tracking accurately if this is the case. Um, for, I'm talking about gen pop here. Of course, you, if you are a very, very, very small person, this is going to be different, but I'm talking like very small. Uh, the majority of us will be able to lose weight on those calories if we are keeping our daily movement up. So we're getting those eight and a half to 10,000 steps a day plus, which we should be doing because that is great for our health and longevity anyway. Um, and getting in you know our strength training and things we should be seeing results so if you haven't been tracking accurately this could be through no fault of your own there are a few things that can affect like whether you are tracking accurately or not so of course there's human error there's my fitness pal error so maybe if you're scanning something in and it comes up wrong um there's food label error so uh, food labels are actually allowed to have like a 20% variance, I think, on their um, food labels. So that could throw things off a little bit. And this one is a big one and this cannot be controlled and it's the caloric availability of food. So this is how much energy you absorb from the food that you're eating. And this completely depends on the individual. It completely depends on how the food is prepared, how it's cooked, whether it's raw. 
And all of these things can affect how accurately that you are tracking. And it could be even human error, you know, you put things in MyFitnessPal and then you have like a little snack here and there and that can all add up. More often than not, you'll see people saying, oh, I'm only eating, you know, 12 to 1400 calories a day. And they are, but that's only Monday to Friday or Monday to Thursday. And then at the weekend, because they feel so restricted, they will kind of fall into that binge, binge restrict cycle. So although yes, maybe on some days they are eating that little, on the other days it has caused them to eat more because they don't have a great relationship with food. And go back and listen to that episode if you haven't already. <laughs> and, you know, on the plus side, calorie counting isn't just numbers. Um, like I said, it's education, it's awareness of what's in your food. Like some people, and you may be one of them and that's fine. They don't really know what a protein is or how much 25 grams of protein is. And that's fine. And that's where tracking can kind of come in, come in handy and it's consistent data. And it also creates a pause between seeing the food and eating it. So you're more considerate and more mindful about what you're eating and you know, if you want to lose weight and you don't want to calorie count, that is fine. You don't have to calorie count to lose weight. You can look at portion sizes, so using your hand or how to build a plate or even try intermittent fasting. Personally, that's not something I enjoy to do, um, but that might be something that you like to do and it's, it's completely up to the individual. Even just writing a food diary or snapping pictures adds that accountability and mindfulness to what you're eating. Whereas when you're not tracking data or when you're just going through your day, it's so easy just to continuously snack on little things and it all really does add up. Whereas if you're writing down in your notes what you're putting in your mouth, then again, this is that awareness. It creates a pause, it creates a gap between actually going to eat food and putting it in your mouth and even just this can be the difference from losing weight or not losing weight or gaining weight. Um, and I just wanted with this episode today to not, so we shouldn't demonize tracking, but it is also not something that you should let control your life. It is a great form of education. It is a great point of data to have, but it can also be inaccurate and if you eat too little it's going to hinder your relationship with food so maintaining a good relationship with food while you're tracking is really important when we put you in a deficit we want to have you eating as much as we possibly can while still losing weight and this is what makes it sustainable this is what makes it more enjoyable and this is what's going to get you long-term results not about hard and fast slow and steady my friend slow and steady so hopefully that has kind of made you a little bit more aware of tracking your intake and if you feel like you need more education on um you know, what your maintenance calories might be or how to find them, then do feel free to drop me a message. Or if you want to work together with one-to-one coaching, I've got the applications open at the moment and you can go through the link in the bio. Um, Yeah, and if anyone's got any questions, you know, I'm always open. If you did find this helpful or eye-opening, please do 
um, share this on your socials, don't forget to tag me, and I will speak to you next week. Bye! Thank you for your time and attention. I appreciate it because your time is valuable. If you want to know more about working with me, head to the links in the podcast bio. And if you enjoyed this episode and found it useful, I'd love to hear from you. So please tag me in your stories at better.days.coaching or you can shoot me a message. And if you know anyone who might benefit or enjoy this episode, why not share it with them? Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.